everyone, welcome to the show. Got a uh, nice day of games, you know, like, um, you know, it's a good NBA card, not gigantic. We've got, um, you know, two college football games. To, like I said, probably not games you would watch on the weekend, but actually probably not unwatchable football. And then you got a, a Thursday night game that has a lot of, you know, different scenarios in NFL football that you know, who the heck knows what's going to happen here because, you know, with who's playing and who's not playing and all that other stuff. So, uh, good deal. How are you guys doing today? I'm fantastic. It's Thursday. We're rolling into the weekend tomorrow. It's definitely a good day. We've got Thursday night football tomorrow or tonight. I'm excited. What about the rest of you? I'm in a bad mood. I lost yesterday. So I lost yesterday me. too, but today's a new day. Don't care about today it. Today is a new day. Don't care today about it. Today is a new day. Yeah. Don't yeah, care. I know. But I want to win. Want to win today. So yeah, I, mean, I want to win every day, but I don't care about yesterday. I don't, I don't sit I here know. and talk about my winning streaks and <laughs> records and any of that stuff. I just I don't beat myself up too bad when I lose. Just kind of. But yesterday was a pretty doggy day in the NBA, so it's pretty crazy that I. Uh, it's pretty doggy day in the NBA, so that was nice to see, but I didn't take advantage of it. So. No, me neither. It happens, and uh, it will happen again. It's just the nature of the beast. Hot topics. The- uh, John Doe is out in the open here. Rod, any, uh, any, have you ever heard of this guy before? Yeah. I didn't hear the, this, what you're talking, talking about. <laughs> who is John Doe? I have no idea. Yeah, who's John about. Doe? Yeah, oh, right. from the Chicago Blackhawks, the player that that was the guy that exposed the whole scandal. Oh yeah, it's it's not John Doe. Kyle Beach. Yeah. Kyle Beach. Yeah, he who's gave that? out his stuff. Uh, who is he? Recollection. That's the guy that uh, had the issue. Right, but who is he? Is he? Is he? Nobody. I. 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 His name's Kyle. Whatever from the Blackhawks. Well, that's a lot of information. Thanks for the insight there, Rod. <laughs> you can change the subject if you want. I mean, if you if you don't want to talk about it, we can change it. What's your what's your porn star name? Rod? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Brian? What do you got for us? I never had one of those. So you could. You could. I was thinking if I did, what would it be? Everyone's got everyone's got one. You know you got one. Everyone's got one. Isn't there something like you take your birthday month and then no way. The you just make that's it up. For, that's for, that's you, for, you just make it up on the fly. Like ask me mine. I'll just make one up. <laughs> Magic Mitch, that no. would be what I would I, mine would be something way better. Like Paul Girth, you know, like something, you know, it's, it's gotta, it's gotta be like something, you know, it, it's, it's, oh, it can't be like that subtle, you know, it's, oh, it's gotta be like, it's gotta be like super direct, you know? Okay. Mitch, I went to a porn star named generator, put in your name. You want to hear what they gave you? Me? Yeah. Paul Girth? <laughs> um, fuck astronaut. <laughs> what? Yeah. I like Paul Gerth. The one they gave you. <laughs> I'll stick with Paul Gerth. <laughs> I can't even read. Rod, what's yours again? <laughs> we'll make one up for you. I can't read. See, Rod Brian has either. a first. Rod has a first name porn star name to go, to start with, right? So, Rod Jammer. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> there it is. What do you think, Brian? You like that one? I can't see it. What is it? Another one I just said for Rod. Oh, okay. Yeah, that works. I thought it was something for me on the screen, and I don't see. I can't see it. So. Oh, Rod Jammer. I, I like that one. <laughs> I think Hot Rod Jammer would be better. No, just Rod Jammer. I think that's like very. You know, it's always. It's never like ultra <laughs> subtle. You know, it's always like. <laughs> in your face. <laughs> Got that Halloween costume set. Everyone's quiet today. It's muted. <laughs> I'm not muted. I haven't worked out a Halloween costume yet. How about you, Brian? Mine's, a re- mine's ready, hanging up, ready to get put on. I'm nice. all ready to go. I'm not going as a slutty nurse again this year. That's <laughs> <for sure>. <laughs> <laughs> How about Little Red Riding Hood? Like could be. <laughs> I have a cop outfit you could borrow. Figure we, something out. We got a lot of uh, we got a lot of porn star names in the comments. Brock Landers from Boogie Nights. Rico, Br- <laughs> Rico Biggs. Use your pet's yep. name and the and add a street that you grew up on. Rusty Daytona. But like mine would be then Sam ninety first. It's like not quite as exciting. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. So mine would be uh, Benny Sterling. Major banger. <laughs> Joe Fluffer. I like <laughs> oh, no. Girth Never Bro- living that down. Girth, Bro- <laughs> Girth Brooks. <laughs> Girth Brooks is a good one. Rod Hammer. That's good. Rod Stuffington. <laughs> Rod Jeremy. These are good. <laughs> These are really good. Anyways, I have a friend that's uh, married a girl, and her name before she got married was a total porn name. I can't even say it because she'll probably kill me. <laughs> but it was just so brutal. I don't know what her parents were thinking. Like the full name, well, right? Yeah. <laughs> when you give your daughter a car's name, and then the last name was already slightly towards that, I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> it's like the charity event. Porsche. Yeah, I like the Porsche. Timestamp porn star names. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of porn star names, we got uh, Thursday Night Football in Arizona. Got uh, the Cardinals taking on the Packers. Cardinals, no J.J. Watt. Packers, no Devontae Adams. I don't know. It's... uh, I know we've seen Aaron Rodgers in these spots come up gigantic. We've seen him fall flat on his face in these in these type of spots. I just don't know if the if the Cardinals are that type of team though that you know that we've seen him fall flat on his face against. Who do you think the biggest loss is? JJ Watt for the Cardinals or Devontae Adams for the Packers? Oh, Adams. Adams for a mile because it's like Rodgers got has no one else to throw to. Watts at the end of his career. Watts at the end of his. Career. 
Aaron Rodgers has done more with less for most of his career. Brian yeah, Lewis we has- have seen Rodgers without him, so. Rodgers has played in six games without him since LaFleur's, LaFleur's taken over. And what's his record in those six games? He's 6-0. Uh, 6-0 six and, oh. Six and oh, it averages 38 points a game or something ridiculous. Man. Yeah, it's something ridiculous. It's something crazy. It's, it's, right? It's a, the numbers and, and, and stats and stuff add up that uh, he's better without him. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> but are we saying they're better without him? I don't think so. <laughs> so for me in this one, I'm going to take the Packers plus the points. I think it's a three-point game all day. Uh, I just don't see... I, I don't see Arizona blowing out the Packers by 20 points. Uh, I think it's a closer game than what people think. I think it might be a little bit of overreaction to uh, one guy going out. So I think Lazard is out too. Yeah, their top two, their top three guys are out of here: Lazard, Adams. So. All right. So for me, give me the Packers plus the points. Packers plus the points for Rod. Joe? Yeah, I'm leaning in the same direction. I don't see this as a game that um, the Packers are going to be blown out of the water at all. We know the Cardinals come in. They are playing stronger offensively, scoring an average of 32 points per game versus the um, Packers 24. But I, I think the Packers keep up with them in this one. I'll be live at halftime. Joe Madden. Hmm. It's a lot of Joe time. Starts on Thursday, just goes right through the week. <laughs> I might have to bust yeah, your balls. Come Monday, you're done. Recycles back on Monday through Monday Night Football. <laughs> Going to be a real tearjerker when football season's over. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, you could do college basketball half times. So there you go. I mean, just like stop, stop, <laughs> don't say it. <laughs> what are you like in this one, Brian? Uh, for me, uh, Packers games have gone under the number seven straight times in October. As a team, they've gone under four straight games. Uh, the under is also 18 and eight uh, as a home favorite for the Cardinals. So for me, I'm going to take the under 51. I think the defense of the Packers does step up a bit, but I think the Arizona defense shows why they're one of the top defenses in the league tonight. So I'm going to go under 51. I like the over. I think the Cardinals' run defense is bad enough. The Packers going to chew them up there. And I think that well, the Packers you know, are susceptible to the big play, too. I'm not the head coach, but if I was the uh, Arizona coach, I would be setting out to stop the run and force him to pass because Rodgers' weapons not being there. But, yeah. you know, I'm not the head coach, so we'll see what happens. Give Aaron Rodgers some light coverage to throw into. It's usually I know all the Packer fanboys will be humping up on the Green Bay Packers tonight. Really That's no mystery. Really good game plan. Just, yeah. Really so dangerous. What surprised me, though, is the last time these two faced each other, the Cardinals won it 20-17 to 17 back in 2018. I'm surprised it was so low scoring, but we look at the difference between that team now. Um, there is a huge difference. Is that the year Rodgers was out? Was it? Maybe. Makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. 
This game could go towards the home field in the NFC playoffs. So, big game. Oh, huge. I don't know. I think, like, I'm, I, I, when I work out in the morning, I kind of leave the TV on. Of course, I can't listen to the volume because Dan Orlovsky's on the show. But I, um, you know, I, I watch and I see, like, kind of what they're saying. And, like, every headline is, like, you know, they're talking about, like, you know, Super Bowl and st- like ridiculous projections. It's, like, it's week eight. There's, there's, there's 10 more weeks of football in the regular season. It's like, look at what the injury list looks like through week eight. Imagine what it's going to look like in week 12. It's like, people come back. These teams will change dramatically between now and then. Sean Watson's going to get out of jail. I mean, so, I think you got to go game by game, week by week, you know, as it is. Well, the Cardinals don't want to be on the road in Green Bay in the playoffs, so that's for sure. I think the Cardinals really play a game-by-game game sort of situation. I don't think they – I don't know. That's just my opinion of what I've seen out of the Cardinals. We haven't seen Cliff Kingsbury in the second half of the season in a playoff run. I'll tell you that much. And we have seen it in college, and it wasn't pretty. So we'll have to see what it turns out here. It's not like he was like a national championship successful head coach coming into this thing. He sucked. It was terrible. He got fired from his alma mater. That's how you gotta be. It's like they loved him there. He was like they they loved him. They wanted to marry him. They were like hoping he was the lifetime guy. It's like Steve Spurrier coaching at Florida. Of Kingsbury, this quarterback is back to coach the team. Lubbock. All expenses paid trip to Lubbock. Lucky Ralph in the comments is going to be at the game tonight, so I'm a little jealous. That would be a great game to be at tonight. Be a good game. Last well, time they met, it was it was Rosen and QB for uh, the Cardinals. Yeah, see. Okay. Ralph, you behave yourself at that game. I don't want to hear any bad stories about you. Was that his last game? We don't get arrested. Rosen just disappeared. <laughs> don't let Joe talk you into any bad ideas. <laughs> to me or Joe D'Amico? You. <laughs> I'm sure it wouldn't be me. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> There's no Joe. No, There's I no don't. Joe D'Amico absolutely here. do not. <laughs> Ralph, take a picture. Tag us on um, Instagram or Facebook or something so we can see what it's like at the game for you there. <sighs> Anyways. Brian, what are you selling? Well, I got my golden ticket three-pack, my best bet in college football, my best bet in the NBA, and my NFL game of the month, Thursday night game of the month tonight. So make sure you check it out. $40 at PickDogs.com Premium Picks or tune into the VIP. I'm going to give one of those out there. All right, Rod. And for me, it's uh, my tackle the book Thursday, which includes my bookmaker, make bookmaker mistake. In the NHL, and 10-star play, top play on the board. Uh, jumping over. And three NHL, two great iron plays. Nice little five-pack. Tackle the book Thursday. Joe Quinville not available for comments. Joe? <laughs> I've got four plays tonight, two in the NHL, one in the NFL, and one in college football, you guys. So head on over to Pick Dogs for those. So you think, like, if something happens here, like, Quinville, like, he goes down with the ship, kind of like, even though he's not with the team anymore, like Alex Cora did in Boston last year? 
He had to take a There's, year where he was suspended, even though he wasn't even with the Astros anymore. If they found out he knew and didn't say anything, NHL's going to reprimand all these guys. Kind of like Paterno, there's, uh, like there's, Joe Paterno yeah, situation? Yeah. Because they're going to interview Quinville. Uh, there's a coach from the Winnipeg Jets as well who's uh, under big suspicion. Who's doing the interview? Uh, Batman. Oh, God. Yeah, oh, God. Yeah, I... Nobody likes that guy either, so it's like, yikes. Yeah, he's only made them like a gazillion dollars. Right? As the commissioner, no one likes him. It's like, your sport would have been been bankrupt if it wasn't for that guy. You guys would have been bankrupt. They were headed towards bankruptcy. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think there's going to be a whole lot of discretion. He's got a bodyguard in there with him because some of those those coaches and stuff are ex-players, you know, and he's Batman's not. So, it's like, you know. I think they might check, oh, I'm sure check, he does. Him, check him into the boards a couple of times. Right. I'm sure that they've got, uh, he's got bodyguards and people. Uh, Lindsey Ruff still coaching? Uh, no. Yeah, how would you like to have that meeting? What if it was him? It's a bad day at the office. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're going to come in and talk but, about but, yours. Pitbull's no guy you want to mess with either. Pretty crappy. <laughs> Not a fun day. Hockey's the, the biggest thing was they just they tried to brush it under the rug is what they did and that's and they came to light. That's what they ago, do. They it's the same thing at Penn happened. State. You know, you got a guy that did it there for what thirty years or something, the tickle monster. Yeah, I gave him a hair to do this or resign. So the guy resigned and he left. So and it's ten years later, nothing happened. And you, you didn't do anything. You just you ignore the whole story. But no, that's the thing. I don't. I don't know the whole story. You said you asked who that guy was, and I was like, I, I, I don't. I don't know, Kyle. Sorry, it happened to you, Kyle. But I, I. Why didn't he say anything at the time? He was right? a grown man. It wasn't like he was. Um, it wasn't like you know, with the Penn State guys who were basically eighteen-year-old kids or less, right? They were like ten-year-old kids, and it wasn't like during because because you, you feel shame, of course. I don't, I don't know why you wait 10 years. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I think if you're an adult, you know, I don't, I think if you're an adult, you don't get that, you know, but with, like, if you're an eight-year-old kid, like, with, you know, what happened at Penn State, the Tickle Monster, Jerry Sandusky. Yeah, not good. Oh, I'm just saying, just throwing it out there. Isn't there a statute? I don't say there's a statute of limitation. I'm just saying, why wouldn't you say something at the time? Uh, predators know exactly how to um, make sure they won't talk. That's the Nashville why. predators? No. No, abusers know exactly how to make sure. No one says anything. Exactly. They work to their weaknesses and they scare them and it's just how it happens. Right? I don't know. One hand on the wheel, one hand, one hand rolling. Exactly. Yeah, we might have to get some knees in there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like people are like, hey, watch the road. Okay. <laughs> well, if you'd be holding the wheel for just a second, we'd be wouldn't be all over the road. <laughs> Got college football tonight. South Florida and East Carolina. 
and uh, Troy against Coastal Carolina. Joe, what are you thinking about these two gems? Got the teal turf in Myrtle Beach. Chanticleer still ranked after last week's loss. And uh, playing against that tough Troy defense. And you got uh, ECU and U- USF. That same quarterback for ECU. Oh, man. That first game of the season when I saw him come back, I was like, not this guy again. <laughs> yeah, but I think he has a better time this one. I'm liking East Carolina to win and cover the spread in this one against South Florida. I just look at South Florida. Um, they've got a terrible pass defense. They're really struggling offensively, too. Um, I know when we look at their last, what, 11 games, South Florida has owned it, 9-2 and um, straight-up wins. But we look at the very last one, and I believe East Carolina majorly blew them out. I think this is going to be one where uh, East Carolina comes out really strong tonight, and we're going to see a high-scoring one in this. Rod? Yeah, for me, I like the over in uh, in USF, ECU. Uh just like Joe said, US, USF's pass defense is awful, but ECU's pass defense is even worse. So uh, I think we got a high-scoring one on our hands in this one. Both defenses are bad, giving up over 30 points a game. So uh, give me the over in this one. You know, it's supposed to be a miserable night, too. Chance of it being uh, windy and rainy and all that junk, but uh, I don't think that stops it. Give me the over. Right. Yeah, for me, I'm going to lean towards South Florida here. I just think that's a little bit too many points here for East Carolina. Uh, South Florida six and two last eight against the spread versus a losing team. Uh, I think that weather will play a factor here. I think it'll be. I, I'm not saying it'll be a low-scoring game, but I think that nine and a half, ten points will be enough for you to get a cover with South Florida. I'll take the points. I think Rod knew his porn star name all along. He was just like holding it back, honestly. Like, a little embarrassed to say it. Could be. It's possible. It's possible. I think it's very possible. He's got it in his back pocket. It's like he's got business cards. (laughs) God, what a crew you have here, Mitch. eh? (laughs) Yep. That's why they pay me the big bucks. Yeah, I like Coastal here on the teal turf. Um, I think they bounce back from last week. I think this one's fairly low scoring, but I think that um, I think most of the scoring is going to be done by Coastal. They play well at home. They wear those all black uniforms, you know, on the teal turf. It's just, I think it's just a lot bigger than Troy. I think Troy's going to struggle to move the ball. So I don't think it's going to be like one of those super high scoring games, but I think it's like 31 to 7 type thing. 31 10. 28-7. I never see a good 28-7 game anymore. When's the last time it was a 28-7 game? Four touchdowns. In a while. Never. Never see it. 24-22. 26-22. Troy has a good defense. They haven't played a team as good as this. Well, Coastal Carolina hasn't really played anybody this season, so I don't know. Well, this this would. I said we went through this last week when App State beat them. Yeah, they have a very solid quarterback though, over Troy's. It's our Jeopardy category today. 
James Bryan won three weeks ago. I'm just <laughs> saying like, now you're high on um, Coastal Carolina, but I'm not sold on them. I, they I'm, not, really I'm giving it out as a free pick. How hot can I know, they possibly I know. be? I know. I'm just, I'm trying to behave myself and not argue. Well, well I didn't go so well. <laughs> <laughs> I just got all this talk. Over under like, time wise, 25 minutes. There we go. <laughs> this is a perfect example of the eye test here. People are rating Coastal Carolina as the what 24th ranked team in the nation or 22nd. I'm not sure. Just based on eye test, it's not because they've beaten anybody. No. This is the eye test right here. That's why Coastal's ranked. Good story. We go to the NBA. Got not a ton of games. I got pretty much spanked in the NBA last night, I got to tell you. Hey, yeah. um, I did not play my best basketball. That's for sure. And the thing is that every one of those games was kind of like, eh, you know, all the way. And the I, there was a few that I really liked and I passed on. You know, like tonight, same thing. Sixers and the Pistons. You got the Wiz against the Hawks. Bulls against the Knickerbockers. Any of those three, Joe Madden? I like the Bulls. The Bulls are just riding so hot right now. I'm not going to step in front of them, especially at home with the slow spread. I think they come out and get it done. They're 5-0 and against the spread in their last five games overall. Um, and I think it's going to be more of a defensive game in this one. So give me the under in it. And um, looking at the Pistons and the 76ers, I think the 76ers easily do this at home too. They normally dominate the Pistons. So I'm leaning with those. Ryan? Yeah, I'm going to agree with here with Joe. The Sixers, uh, it's a more public play, but it's the right play. I believe the, the Sixers are... Uh, dominant against the picks against the Pistons, six and zero against the spread in Philadelphia. The Pistons are zero and six against the spread on the road. The three and thirteen against spread last sixteen overall. Pistons just aren't a great cover team, uh, so I'll take the Sixers lay the points. And I think the Bulls. Uh, this is a statement win for them at home. I'll take them on the money line. I'm not going to lay the point now. I'll just take the little bit of juice there. So Bulls and Sixers. I. For me, yeah, you look at you look at the Detroit team on the road. They've just been awful. So uh, I think the 76ers get a nice blowout win there, Detroit. So uh, I'll, I'll agree with that one. I like the under in New York in the Bulls. First team to 100 wins that one. And I'll take take the Wizards again. Give me the Wizards plus the three points. I don't even think you need the three points. Take the Wizards on the money line. I think they outright them. I like the under in that Knicks Bulls game. I also hate the Sixers. I think they might win in, I don't know, 10 and a half. So pathetic, that team. Such underachieving nobodies. Tough to lay double digits. I will say that I think that they might cover, but I wouldn't. That's for sure. Really, the biggest underachievers. No, I don't know. Miami Hurricanes are pretty big underachievers. Now the expectations were pretty low for them this season. Meanwhile, the Sixers no. had the best record in the NBA in the Eastern Conference last year. Didn't even make the Eastern than, Conference Finals. Other than fact, Alabama. Their guy that was their number one draft choice and was considered their second best player on the team has been run out of town. Yeah. Why don't you just fire the coach again? That usually seems to help you guys. Drafted first overall for how many years? 
Come on. Oh, oh let's take Markel Fultz. That's a good idea. Ooh, meeting of the minds. How about, that was hard. Let's see. How about we'll take, let's see, Jason Tatum is there. Or, uh, who else was in that? Luca. <laughs> it's like, uh, I'll take Markel Fultz. Yeah, that was horrible. <laughs> yeah. Like, who would you, who, you, you no, I'm not a Sixers defender. I could care less whether they win or lose. But. Let's play uh, Doghouse Jeopardy here. Play. The category is. I was drafted behind Markel Fultz. <laughs> the 2017 draft. The well, Sixers, to be fair to the Sixers, he was rated as the number one player in, the, in the beauty basketball. was The beauty was they, they traded up to get him. Okay, <laughs> That was even the better part of the whole thing. No, he had never done anything, this guy. But he was rated as the number one. Yeah, but he had guy. never done anything. He had never done anything. So all the scouts were wrong on him. Oh, yeah, and they're, they've, they've been wrong. They'll be wrong before. They'll be wrong again. So here, it, let's say, all right, so he, we'll go down the list. Guys drafted um, after uh, Markel Fultz, who would possibly be a better pick. I love this game. Lonzo Ball or Markel Fultz? Rod? Ball. Uh, wait, it's not even close. <laughs> no. Not even close. That's how bad he is. How about this one, Joe? Would you rather have Jason Tatum or Markel Fultz? Tatum. Brian, would you rather have De'Aaron Fox or Markel Fultz? Well, Fox, but... He was taking fifth. How about this one? Um, Donovan Mitchell, he was taking 13th behind Fultz or Markel Fultz. Yeah, but you're playing Monday morning quarterback now. After oh, no, I'm not. I, 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 I'm not paid to, to make these choices. Bam Adebayo or Marco Fultz? How about Kyle Kuzma, 27th pick in the draft? <laughs> Kuzma. <laughs> How about Josh Hart, 30th in the draft? And he came out of a real winning program, too. Right? I mean, he won the national championship. Oh, my God. What a disaster this was. This is I think in- injuries have hurt faults. I mean, he still averages 11 points, four assists, and four boards a game. So he's injury prone. It just gets worse the more you read into this draft. The uglier it gets. God, I think even those, you know, all those picks right in there, you know, just, oof. I mean, there's some bad picks in there, too. There's some other bad picks in there. Definitely easy to play Monday morning quarterback. Who did they get for Fultz in that trade? <laughs> they got, like, nobody from right. Orlando. Yeah, they, got they got, like, a power forward that was just yeah. a scrub or a small yeah. forward. Basically, with the first overall pick they got. They gave him away for nothing. They gave him for nothing. <laughs> Good move. Rockets against the Jazz. Dallas against the Spurs. And the Warriors against the Grizzlies.
Ryan, who do you think in these three games? Uh, the Grizzlies game left a mark on me last night. They really hurt me. But uh, they seem like a team uh, that generally wins one, loses one, wins one, loses one. You're getting a nice amount of points here with a team that's generally around the number. Last night they got their ass kicked. But I'm going to take the Grizzlies here plus the points to keep it within a, a possession with the Warriors. I'm a G League guy. I, I can name all the players. Uh, all my favorite college players are all in the G League. All our guys. It's like, name a guy in the gym. It's like, I won money on him in college. Trevon blew it. Ah, I bet on him in college. Whatever happened to this guy? What about the Iowa center that you didn't like? Did he latch on to somebody? Uh, Seven-footer? I haven't seen him. Um, what's his name? Garza? Garza, yeah. He must be in the G League, maybe. See, he was drafted pretty high. We haven't heard, I haven't heard a word from him. <laughs> I don't even know, like a little news clip it or something. <laughs> they got Ty, let, they actually got Tyrese Maxey in that, in the Fultz trade. That's actually not that bad. Hmm. Didn't end up all that bad. It's not number one overall. I like a good G League player. A lot, of good, a lot of good players in the G League. All right. Rod, who do you like in these three games? Well, in these three games, uh, I like the Spurs plus the points. I got, um, nothing like Dallas giving up uh, a cover late. They love to do it. So uh, give me the Spurs plus the points on that one. And I don't trust the Grizzlies. That's the same line it was yesterday at six. And they burnt my butt. So forget it. Give me the uh, rest of the Golden State Warriors to kick the crap out of the Grizzlies uh, on the back. The back. Grizzlies are they in your crap list now? Yes, they're on my crap list. <laughs> Palms. Okay. It takes a lot to get awful. Them on they, 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 they looked they looked all right, and then they just, they just ah, we don't want to play anymore. Yeah. Like, what are you guys doing? When I went yeah. to bed last night, I was furious with their Grizzlies. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Ryan's and crazy. the Dallas Stars. You choked it out with a minute to go in the game. Dallas Stars let it go in, and then overtime, they choked Should another. Listen to Mitchie Pucks. Mitchie Pucks was all over that hockey yesterday. I was furious. Shot he scored. Not gonna be intimidated by the Boston <sighs> Bruins. That's for damn sure. Anyways, ah, you got lucky. You won a game. Yep, you did win one. <laughs> Rod, what do you think of these three? You took the Spurs. How about you, Joe? Take the Spurs, and I take the Warriors out of spite. Spite. <laughs> <laughs> it's always fun. <laughs> you know what? I, I keep looking at the Spurs in the Mavericks game, and one stat that's really standing out to me is Mavericks really have owned them. They're 13 and 6 against the spread in their last 19 versus the Spurs. Um, I'm not going to take a side in this one, though. I think we're going to see a really strong defensive game. So I'm one. Um, 
when we look at the under for both these teams, Dallas is six and one in their last seven to the under. And when these two match up, they're seven and three in their last 10 to that under. So that's where I'm going with this. And then I think the Jazz just are clearly the better team. They're going to come out and own the Rockets tonight. So give me the Jazz as well. Joakim Noah night at the United Center tonight. Still on the Knicks payroll. (laughs) He is a player, a lot of heart. I like Noah. Gator. Anyways, go to the NHL. Lots of good games in hockey today. There were some good ones yesterday. I think we cashed on them yeah. on the Mitchie Pucks picks again. Panthers we liked. I can't believe the Oilers lost Blackhawks on the puck line, right, against Toronto, laying minus 196 in that thing. Cash money. Did Toronto lose? Yes, that's one I've heard. Didn't no, they, uh, no, they didn't cover the puck line. Yeah. They were minus two. They won in overtime, they were right? minus 211, the audacity. To be minus two eleven against a professional team. Well, we just said they were going to win the game. But... No, you didn't. You guys all said puck line. We should oh, go okay. back and watch the tape. Oh, you won a game. Oh, uh, I didn't take puck line. <laughs> Never oh, take puck, puck line. You puck line. I didn't Dude, puck you, line you, it. You pucked it. We all know it. <laughs> I did not puck line it. <laughs> you pucked them. We know it. <laughs> we all know it. We've got tape. Got the videotape. So didn't puck line him. No, you no way. You no, but we had the Oilers go down to the Flyers last night. High scoring battle that one was. Carter Hart. I thought the Oilers would smack him around last night. Well, you thought wrong again, didn't you, Frank? Yeah. My hockey wasn't good yesterday. My, that, my free That'll was. get me the negative Mitch comment right there. Stop picking on Brian. So you're talking down. Well, you're going to have to start sitting below me. You're going to have to start doing NHL premiums now. You're red hot in the pucks. Switch sports. You found your calling. I am Mitchie Pucks. NHL hockey. I am Mitchie Pucks. It's my hockey name. Yeah, don't puck with me like that, Mitch. Uh, (laughs) In the comments. Do it a damn well. Don't please. puck with Joe. <laughs> Tampa Bay Lightning minus three oh seven right in Bitler the Bitler wheelhouse. Too good. Minus one and a half. <laughs> too good to be true. Plus one and a half. <laughs> Actually a terrible puck line team. The Lightning. Got the it's actually the, the coyotes are the puck line play there, based on the numbers. You got the Penguins and the Flames. That one is a straight no play. Just cross it right off the list. Carolina against the Bruins. The Bruins on the back-to-back was not pretty uh, in Florida. And they got to go up the coast to Carolina. And then St. Louis Blues. Undefeated and home dog against the... Overrated avalanche. Puck line blues all day and twice on Thursday. Reverse puck line blues. Easy money. All the squares are going to be humping up on the on the avalanche like they have been all season. Brian, who else besides the avalanche do you like? 
Well, I'm going to fade my flames here uh, with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Hopefully they don't bite me in the it's ass. It's a no like play. That game, I already said that game's a no play. For you, it's a no play. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's a no play. Do yourself this a favor. A, it's a no play. Look at the numbers. the last game for the Calgary Flames road trip they've played, I believe, five games in seven days. Uh, I think the Penguins come out at home here at a light line and uh, take out Calgary. I think they're ready to get home, get back, get back to Even Calgary. Even the Penny likes the Flames in that one. Like, I'll take the Penguins here on the money line. <laughs> it's a no play. Rod? For me, those are, I like a couple of unders. Give me the under in uh, the Flames and the Penguins game. Uh, and I like the under in the uh, Bruins and Hurricanes. Uh, those two teams definitely don't like each other and uh, going to beat each other up. Uh, Canes and Bruins. Love the under. I love the under in the Flames and Penguins. The Mitchie Puck's formula says over in that game. In the Penguins uh, Flames game. I mean, I know nothing about these teams, but the formula that I use for the Mitchie Pucks plays would say over in that game. I'm taking the under. <laughs> Mitchie Pucks says over. <laughs> we have to get Mitch, Mitchie Pucks on the hockey videos daily, and that would be good. I don't think so. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be overexposed. Well, Rod Stiffington says uh, under. <laughs> Paul Paul Girth likes the over. <laughs> All right, Joe. <laughs> Where? How do you and follow this up? I don't know. Right. I don't even know what to say Joe's after like, that. <laughs> Joe's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> Uh, I'm freezing up, you guys. Gotta go. Um, No, I'm going to ride with the Hurricanes tonight over the Boston Bruins. I think the Boston Bruins are going to come in tired um, off that loss last night. I think it's going to be a hard one for them here. We look at this Hurricanes team, and they're just playing so well right now. I'm not going to step in front of them. A little bit more juice than I like at minus 130, but still... Still worth it. And then another thing I'm looking at for the Arizona Coyotes and Tampa Bay Lightning game is you can get the Tampa Bay Lightning team total over three and a half, which I think there's great value in. And then the Coyotes under one and a half. That one is a little scarier, but I really do think the Lightning get four points in this game tonight. So I'm interested in that one. Haven't bet it, um, but it's one I'm looking at. So someone in the NHL has got it together. They decided to put four games in the degenerate time zone for tonight. You know, it's like anything after a 10 p.m. Eastern time start is the total degenerate time slot for sports betting. Uh, You know, college football will throw a few degenerate games out there. Usually last week they didn't even do it. But normally these are the ones, these are for the chasers, you know. I hate like, 10 o'clock. Oh, of course. It's the chasing time zone. It's like these Keeps are the me ones. up late. Yeah, normally it's like maybe one or two games they stick there for the West Coast people. But these are, we've got four four degenerate time zone, you know, especially, it, you know, when the, the real degenerate games, when it's like a same night as like Monday night football or Thursday night football or Sunday night football or something, and they throw it in these late time slots. Yeah, it's like people that have gotten waxed in the NFL game they, or the college games, they come over to this, you know. It's like, hmm, I got the Canucks and the Flyers going. It's like, huh. Well, is really this, like, is this, <laughs> this mean again? <laughs> Some of, two of those are even later. Two, two of those are 10 oh, yeah. oh, yeah. We got five games. Five games. Five games in the degenerate time slot. 
Now, I don't have anything against it. I mean, for me, it's 4 o'clock in the afternoon. For you guys, it's, you know. Yeah, that's Who needs the, to sleep? That's the beauty of the whole thing. 4 o'clock. It's like, I'm eating dinner. These guys are in the skating off into the third period. What's Got for the, dinner tonight, Mitch? It's Thursdays. We have the same thing every Thursday for the last 22 years. <laughs> Do you have a schedule? Turkey burgers? Turkey burgers yeah. every Thursday. It's going to be a test on this one day. I know it. I'm trying okay. to memorize. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you must answer these five questions. <laughs> we don't have a schedule for every night of the week. We have a few nights of the week where we have set meals. And then the rest of them. This way we know, you know. You can plan ahead. You kind of you know what's going <laughs> to happen. You're good. So it takes a lot of the thought process. Out. I'm busy, so I don't have time to think about what's for dinner. You know? I'll tell you what. If I was still married, I'd have my wife fill out like a calendar for the whole every day, so I know what to eat. Which like is why, of. which is why you're not married. <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty much why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my my wife is the one that came up with the idea that we have these nights. You know, that just so we have. You know, we have other nights where we have just whatever. But then you know, we have a few nights a week that we kind of you know takes the guesswork out of it. Thursday happens to be one of those. It's turkey burger night. Everybody knows it. It's just the way that it is. Seattle cracking against the smudges. Smudges are just barely favored in this thing in Seattle. Hmm. Does that tell you something? Yeah, it does. They're begging you to take the smudges. <laughs> Got the Canucks against the Flyers. On the back-to-back, coming off the big win, letdown spot. Got the Ducks, who, I don't know. Ducks are my puck line team. Got to figure they beat the crap out of the Sabres here on the puck line. Those figures. That's an easy one. Then you got um, Kings against the JTS Jets, Jets, Jets. I don't love that game. I'd probably take the Jets. Just to win. And then um, the Snarks up against the Canadians. Oh, Sharks puck line all day. All day. You're dreaming. All night. All night. You'll be all tuckered. You'll be all tucked in. Yeah, I'll be. Yeah, 1230 at night I go to bed. And then I'm up at six something. I get six hours of sleep. I'm like editing my videos yesterday and I hear this like loud crying noise and I look outside the door and my wife is splashing around the pool. She's got Sam's ball and he's just sitting there on the side of the pool. What? He's crying. <laughs> he's screaming. It's like, <laughs> it was the best. Finally, he just lost it. He just jumped in. It was like, <laughs> he just couldn't take it anymore. He's crying. She's taunting him. <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. So he goes to the beach every day. Goes, comes home, swims in the infinity pool. <laughs> goes in and takes it, grabs something to eat, and takes a nap. He's got a rough life. Rod, who do you like in these games? In these ones, uh, I like the Sabres here. Give me the Sabres over the Ducks. As we know, I'm not a Ducks guy. Uh, uh, Squish the Ducks. Puck line Ducks. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to take the Sabres in that one. 
Uh, I like the over in the Flyers and Canucks game. Uh, we see the Flyers put up five against the Oilers, so uh, I think they can put up some against the Canucks as well. Canucks scores some goals. I like the over in that one. And uh, the Seattle Kraken love the one-goal game. Uh, the Wild, they're 0-6 uh, on the puck line this season, so uh, they definitely ain't winning games by two. Um, so take the Wild on the money line, or you can take uh, the hot diggity dog poop of the day is uh, the plus one and a half. Seattle Kraken is a one-goal game all day. That is kind of too good to be true, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's your parlays. It's an easy one-goal game all day. So uh, <laughs> That's the executioners uh, or whatever they call it. And the other one, I, I like the uh, under, the Canadians and Sharks, uh, the Montreal team. And you see them, they scored six goals, but that was against Detroit. Other than that, they've scored one goal in, in all their games. Uh, any other games they played this season, they scored one goal. They only scored uh, six at once against Detroit. They're awful, awful. I, I'm going to say uh, Montreal is uh, pretty much uh, just about dead last in the league. Um, they're definitely battling the Coyotes, that's for sure. So uh, I like the under in that one. Goals come at a really high price in that one. And the Jets and Kings, same thing. Kings struggling to put the puck in the net again. Um, just what I figured they were going to do all season. Struggle to put the puck in the net. Kings aren't good. Uh, give me the under. Jets, Kings. Brian, what kind of candy are you giving out this year for Halloween? Well, the, the, the least favored by the kids, I think, is the candy corn. Nobody wants candy corn. Well, the best is but, unwrapped uh, candy. The little pumpkins but, with the cream in the middle. Those are really, if you really want to go there. It's those, those unwrapped pumpkins with the cream in the middle. Like they're like, like they're almost like candy corn, but then they have this like extra bump of like this sugar or greasy cream in it. Sounds disgusting. Yeah. Those and it's unwrapped, you know, thoroughly unwrapped candy is um, what I got is uh Reese's peanut butter cup full size, Twizzler full size, Kit Kat full size, and uh Reese's pieces full size. Wow. Nice. But I got to admit, I've been eating them too. So. <laughs> you must be. So how many left? A, there's 150 I started with. I think I'm let down to 100. See, some, some cappers talk about how much, some cappers talk, you know, some of the guys like on Twitter and stuff, they talk about how much money they make. Brian just flaunts it with this candy selection for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to probably end up eating You're not going to this guy's house. He gives us Rod, Meanwhile, Rod's like, Rod's like, I wouldn't eat that American crap candy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you give out for Halloween. You go to the dollar store, you load up on it. They're cheap. <laughs> Four for a dollar. And then it's the full-size bar. Because, well, yeah, I got a full-size bar. American candy. <laughs> American candy, yeah. <gasps> Look at this American candy. It's like, don't go there. He's got American candy. <laughs> it's like... Don't go to their house. He's giving up those unwrapped pumpkins. Those unwrapped. Oh. And those ones that, that have like the Halloween pictures on and the bats and you open it up. It's like this. Oh, those it's, are it's this colored coffee. I don't know. It's got the it's it's like this dark brown. It's this light brown toffee. And it's like I don't know what it is. Just it's not it. chocolate. It's not toffee. It's no, like it's weird. Not, I don't, <laughs> oh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> you can buy bags of it, like five hundred bags. Oh yeah. People and with like rice crispy chunks and everything in it, just oh, it's disgusting. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, for my picks in that time slot area, I'm gonna uh, take 
The, you know, my bad teams have a special place in my heart. I'm going to take the Montreal Canadiens today. I think the wrong team's favored here. I know the Canadiens are, what, one and five, one and six, and the Sharks are four and two. I just think uh, Sharks have played above above the, above the their baseball card this year, and Montreal is definitely underachieved. So I like the Canadiens here. Wild and Kraken, I think I'm going to do that for the VIP later today. So make sure you tune, tune in, subscribe. But, yeah, I like the Montreal Canadiens. And then for myself, I'm really liking the Kraken to come away with the win tonight. Um, you know, they're only one and four in their last five games, but I think this is one of these games that they get the win in a high scoring one as well. You guys, we've got a total of five and a half. Um, we know the Wild can score the goals. They're at uh, 3.33 goals per game. Um, Kraken a little bit less at 2.5, but I think this is one where we see it going 3-3 to overtime and um, the Kraken pulling off the win. I really do believe in them tonight. Then when we look at the Flyers and the Canucks, I think the Flyers come in a little tired tonight. I can see an angle for taking the Canucks, but I really don't like this team. I'm going to look at the under. Um, both these teams are really good at penalty kills, so I think this one stays under the number six. All right. Guess what Rod's going for his Halloween carry? Slutty nurse. <laughs> no, he's not. It's actually slutty veterinarian. Anyways, um <laughs> Anyways, I guess it's parlay time. I'm clearly against you guys on uh, all these other picks. Uh, you were yesterday, too. Let's see what happens here. Huh. Anyways. Rod, what do you got for the parlay? Parlay, let's see if we can hit another one. Uh, we're going to take the Wizard on the money line, the Bulls game under the total, and we're going to take the under in uh, the Jets and Kings game. Brian? I'm also trying to hit another three-game parlay in a row. I'm going to take the Grizzlies plus the points, the Pittsburgh Penguins on the money line, and uh, USF Bulls plus the points. Go. And then take a three on the money line, uh, Carolina Hurricanes, Utah Jazz, and Dallas Mavericks. Okay. I like the Ducks on the puck line. I like the Sharks on the puck line. I like the over in the Penguins-Flames game. And um, oh, St. Louis Blues on the reverse puck line. That's the, that's the easy one. So, a little 
what is that, four or five teams. It's a lot of pucks. A lot of pucks. But thanks, everyone, for joining us. It's a spectacular show. Really, it's fun that we were able to stay on topic for, I don't know, at least <laughs> two to three minutes of it. <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. It's always, a, it's always a work in progress, you know. Just a little bit better than yesterday. That's That's all we're trying to do, you know. Progress. It's the process. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Have a great day. Um, make it a winning day. I'm going to try and act more professional tomorrow. I promise. <laughs>